Oh yeah. Uh, sh- oh yes. Yeah. Sh- shout out to uh, Samurai Shin. Um, you know, I gained a, a cool relationship with him, and we're just on the same wavelength. Uh, mentally, you know, great minds think alike. You know, um, when I started my journey, you know, he was one of the first ones to reach out to me. He said, "Yo, uh, I like what you're doing with Indigo Society. Keep it up." You know, I said the same thing to him with Samurai um, Samurai Shin. You know, we just support each other and we uh, push each other, you know, to to elevate and to create. And um, that's basically what it is, you know, just showing love to one another. Yo, family, what's going on? What's going down? What's shaking? Welcome to Jonathan Soul's podcast. This is your host, Jonathan Soul. Family, what we do in the program is I talk to African creatives. I talk to folk from the diaspora, people who create comics, write fiction, people who indulge in serial entrepreneurship. So family, if you're trying to create your own place in the world, if you're trying to write the future the way you want to see it, you need to tune into this program. JonathanSoul.com every Sunday and Wednesday. And I do comic reviews on Friday. Love you guys. Now check out this interview. Jonathan Soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, I want to take you to a trip to the underground. I want to talk about a writer, a creator, uh, a visionary who's building <laughs> from the ground up. Not only is he redefining uh, the state of manga, but he's also branching out into other media, clothing, uh, and maybe some other things that are on the horizon. Um, nothing is beyond his reach. I'm talking about Norwick Robinson. How you doing, brother? How are you, Jonathan? Thanks for having me. Real good, man. Real good. So listen, man, let's let's get right into it. Off mic, you was explaining to me about Naruto and how Naruto was basically your business model. Can you go over that again? Uh, yes, indeed. Um, you know, Naruto is very big in the world. And uh, me personally, it really did inspire me. Um, well, not even Naruto, but, uh, Teen Titans too. Well, basically any, um, cartoon that has to do with a group, because mm-hmm. basically that's what the Indigo Society is, right. is a group of, um, I would say teenagers, teenagers okay. with special abilities. All right. Now, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term Indigo, but, um, it was coined in uh the 1990s by lee carroll okay um in a nutshell is basically kids that are born with uh special abilities Mm. so basically what i what i did was i uh took that term and put my own creative twist on it okay because uh nobody got to it yet so i picked it up and ran with it and Mm -hmm. um you know i just put my own creative twist on it and went from there now, I got Indigo Society uh, mini issue number two. Yes. So how many uh, issues were there, the little mini issues? Uh, there were a total of three. And then issue, why did you take that approach were, instead of just one big book? Um, schedule. My schedule was um, a little different. Okay. And, um, it, you know, it was just a, a, a business decision. Okay. You know, I figured I would just break it down mm-hmm. and um distribute it to the masses gotcha 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 now what kind of reception have you uh received 
uh, from your book, uh, Indigo Society, so far? Uh, so far, so good. Um, okay. I think people um, understood that, you know, this was kind of like a test run. Okay. So, um, you know, I uh, pitched it to a few, um, you know, a few bloggers. They gave mm-hmm. me some feedback on it and they said, I see the potential. Granted, like I said, it was a test run. Um, you know, they gave me feedback and they said, you're on the right track with this one. Indigo Society is, um, it has potential. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, we're just going to stick around and see what you do next. Because um, if you could do this, who knows where you can go. Now, is there a difference between a comic book and manga? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Um, the format. Mm-hmm. I'm Generation X man. You got to break it down for me. You got to break it down. <laughs> uh, the format in particular. Okay. Um, well, um, for the listeners out there, I'm pretty sure they already know this, but mm-hmm. manga is that that belongs to uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. So that that's what. Well, technically, I'm not supposed to be using the term, you know, uh, manga. I'm supposed to be using a uh, comic book, but um, I don't know. I respect Japan so much that. I just I just can't help but use the word, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't, I can't help but use it because I am a fan, you know, and um, it's like I said, I grew up off Naruto, One Piece, Death Note, uh, Fairy Tale, Zatch Bell, you name it. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm combining both of the formats into one. Mm-hmm. Have, because, you uh, of, um, have you ever heard of have you ever heard of. Goodness, my brain is Nujibis. Yes, I see we're on the same wavelength because right. I was about to, I was about to bring him up. <laughs> he uh he produ- <laughs> he's uh responsible for uh Samurai Champloo. Yep. What? Yeah, Samurai Champloo. I yep. didn't know that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He um he did uh a, a song. He did the opening song for Samurai Shampoo. Right, right, right. Okay. okay. Yeah, he did. The, he okay. did the opening song for Samurai Shampoo. Mm-hmm. And you see what the creator did there is he um he took the Japan culture mm-hmm. and he dug into hip hop uh-huh. and mixed it too. Uh huh. And any Samurai Shampoo fan is aware of that. Mm-hmm. So I figured from this side, you know, I'm American, you know, I can dig into um the Japan culture and mix the two. Now see, so the see what's beautiful is you doing it with the utmost respect. Yeah, yeah, utmost you, respect. You not coming across, and so when 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 I think about the Nujibi brother, rest in peace. You understand? Yeah. He he tapped in. He took hip hop, and he cooked it his own way. You know what I mean? He he, he, right. he took. He didn't try to copy. You know somebody else, and I hate when people do that shit. You know that's what, that's how you know they don't have respect for the culture. When they fucking copy, right. as opposed to okay, let me just take, you know, some stuff and mix it up over here. They take this, that, you know, and so that's what Samurai Plue, Samurai uh, Shampoo did, in my opinion. And right. so I think that's what you're doing here with the Indigo Society. So, um, so we we already know a little bit about, uh, you know, the background of the book. Tell us about the characters. Tell us about the the plot so far. Okay, the plot so far. So, um. Basically, the Indigo Society consists of five characters. Mm-hmm. And um, so let's get into the storyline. All right. 
So basically, um, there was a sage that lived in the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, a wise, wise sage. He lived in the past. Um, you know, he was gifted with certain abilities, and uh, that made him stand out from um, the rest of his peers and uh, basically the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, under certain circumstances, he uh, received these powers. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, any leader. You know what I mean? When you uh, speak a certain way, you know, people tend to look at you a little different. Sure. So that that's, you know, basically what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was uh, Zarango Zion. Okay. And, um, you know, he got into fights, arguments all through town. So basically he got fed up and he sealed his powers into... Uh, Weapons. Well, not necessarily weapons, but um, he sealed it into a sword. He sealed it into a necklace. He sealed it into um, a ring, mm-hmm. uh, a diamond, and well, basically, he sealed it into a lot of things. Okay. And what he did was he said, "I'm gonna put a magical seal around it, and any uh, anybody that has a pure heart." will be able to activate the power inside of it. Okay. So he did that. He scattered them all around the world and uh, left mm-hmm. this earth. Wow. And uh, the main character, Odyssey Nadika, mm-hmm. she happens to be one of the characters that come across the sword, that mm-hmm. comes across the sword, and um, just so happens she has the right uh, mind and heart. To mm-hmm. unlock the uh, energy within the sword. Okay. And um, don't get me wrong. He did this because he knew that the world would become uh, a very nasty place. Mm-hmm. And he knew that uh, there would be people out there that needed protection. Okay. So he entrusted these items to these kids. Mm-hmm. And Odyssey Nadika, you know, I'll get into her character a little down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, you know, her, uh, you know, demographic and, you know, mm-hmm. where the name Odyssey comes from and, uh, basically, uh, who she is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Odyssey Nadika. P- I-, I get a lot of questions about her, you mm-hmm. know, concerning her, um, nationality. Mm-hmm. She is African and Cherokee. Okay. Yeah, she's African and Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you look at a picture of her, you could see it in, you know, her features. That was by design. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, and um I wanna say shout out to Sydney Park. I don't know if you guys know who Sydney Park is, but she's uh a actress. She mm-hmm. was on a show called Instant Mom. Okay. Um she inspired me to create uh the design of her clothes. Oh, okay. Of her clothes, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah, of her, of her clothes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of because her when it, so, when you mentioned her, I, I was looking at your, uh, your your Twitter feed before I uh, went on the air, and mm-hmm. uh, Odyssey almost, well, not, not the back cover, but the the interior, it almost mm-hmm. looks like a, a a tan version of Sydney, to me. You think so? Yeah, like a tan version of Sydney. So um. So let me ask you this, man. I know the other characters you want to get into it, but let me let me say this. Let me say this. Right. right. I, I, I focus on what I believe is 
a renaissance of African, and I can't say African-American anymore because I just talked to a, a husband and wife couple from the Caribbean. My first show mm -hmm. was with a brother from Canada. So it's all over. African is popping with comics. Um, right. But what I noticed is like obviously not everybody has uh, African main characters, and that's cool. To me, like right. it, it ha you have to have a writer who understands the culture, you know, kind of thing. Right. So it's like, you know, it's cool. I mean, there's this one book that I'm kind of fishing for now that almost has like a, uh, a Blade Runner kind of feel. And, um, oh, you know, Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah Blade so that's, that's cool, man. It's like, whatever. Um, the thing right. that I think that's interesting is how, uh, you know, your interpretation of this kind of manga thing, because I'm looking through it. It looks like they're in a Japanese school. Like when I look at issue number three, um, right. it looks like a Japanese school. As a matter of fact, it's funny. I don't know. I think I mentioned to you, you know, off mic that my son and I, you know, I used to run to Borders Books to get the latest Naruto. And mm -hmm. uh, my son now is teaching in Japan. He's teaching English to little kids. You know, okay. Oh, that's thing. cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. He, he got into the Japan thing. You know, first it was the comics. I mean, the manga, mm. then it was uh, the, the anime, and then it was the girls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, yeah the, the language yeah. and all that kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. no, I think it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see because we always see people tapping into the African-American culture. You know what I mean? Right. Always. But right. I, don't, I don't see the, the, the reciprocity. So it's beautiful that we see that with this Japanese vibration. I think it's really cool. Right now, when I look at your uh, when I look at your uh, your Twitter feed, I see a lot of T-shirts. Tell me what that's mm -hmm. about. A lot of T-shirts. Well, um, you know, with your characters on it and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, um, you know, that's just me um, tapping into creative ways to promote. Okay. You know, um, first and foremost, I want to say uh, shout out to Rage On Rage On dot com. They okay. uh, sponsor. Uh, my indigo shirt. So I oh, want to wow. say thank you to them, you know, for providing a platform for, you know, um, artists mm -hmm. to uh, meet halfway with them to get their artwork out there. Beautiful. So, you know, thank you. Thank you, Ray John, very much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Um, so basically, when it comes to, you know, the T-shirt, as like I said, it's just a creative way to market myself, mm -hmm. you know, because I feel as though... Um, I shouldn't be sitting at a desk. Well, I mean, it's important to work on my manga, but right. at the same time, I should be branching out into other things too. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, um, I'm a writer and I'm an entrepreneur. Right. So I should be, you know, finding new and creative ways to push my brand to the masses, mm -hmm. whether it's um, stickers, whether it's, uh, you know, cards, whether it's putting it on hats. Mm hmm. You know, um, you name it, put it on coffee mugs mm -hmm. is just uh, another way of branding myself and, right. um, you know, solidifying myself in this game. And now, um, in the, the reason world. the reason why I started this show is because of that very point you mentioned, the entrepreneurial aspect. I mean, the, right. the last comic like but until I started this show, the last comic I bought was like uh, Black Panther and Storm getting married. Right. That was written by Reginald Hudlin. I don't know how many years ago. And then the last comic before that was like, 
Crisis on Infinite Earths or some shit. You know what I mean? That's before you were born, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Probably, probably. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I'm I mean, going to go back and look at it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Crisis. The first joint is, is, is boss as hell. Superman standing on the, uh, holding his Supergirl on the cover. She just got she just got murdered. It was, it was crazy. But um, the, the, and my son is calling from Japan. It's crazy. The, the, the mm-hmm. point is, is that you guys are creating business opportunities for yourselves through this art. And so right. talk a little bit about the entrepreneurial journey. I mean, uh, I'm sure it was it had some challenges getting started. Tell me some lessons learned so far. Almost oh, definitely. Um, you know, before I, you know, before I get into it, I just want to, you know, put out this analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I look at it is like this. In order for a butterfly to become beautiful, mm-hmm. at first it's supposed to start off as a caterpillar. Okay. Correct. And yep. now you, it's like you just said, you know, the beginning is ugly. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you look at a caterpillar, it's like, <laughs> it's all fuzzy. It got a million legs. Yep. You know, you don't know where his eyes are, are at. Exactly. Um, so basically, that's what it is in a nutshell. Okay. Um, a caterpillar going into a butterfly. At first, you know, it's ugly, you know. Um, you know, I'm giving my idea to people. I'm like, look at this. They're like, oh man, you know, that design is, that design is ugly. You need to step it up. Go back to the drawing board. Oh, look at this. Oh, that's better. Um, but you forgot this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go back to the drawing board. Come back. Oh man, you're really stepping it up. I see the progress. And you know, that goes back to a caterpillar, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, it's eating, it's eating, it's eating. And then, you know, it begins to, you know, shed off skin and, you know, it, it's just looking real, you know, unpleasant. Right. And then um, that's when it goes into, you know, the cocoon and, you know, you know, it, you know, you get the gist of what I'm talking about. Sure. And then sure. it comes out to be a butterfly, a beautiful butterfly, mm-hmm. colorful, but it comes down to endurance. Right. That's that's what it comes down to. I'm, and, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not patting myself on the back. I feel as though that's with anything, you know, whether you're going to college or whether you're pursuing a musical career, mm-hmm. whether you are, um, you know, filling out a job application for McDonald's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just the process you know, the beginning is ugly, right. like we stated before. Mm-hmm. So um, what I did was, you know, after I graduated uh, college, um, mm-hmm. you know, I took myself, I, I mean, I'm sorry, I took a year to just get everything, you know, together, get my ideas together, mm-hmm. make sure, you know, the drawing board is um, is straight, uh, have my plot, have my characters, um, you know, think about future endeavors, how much is it going to cost, um, when am I going to have to take off work to go to a Comic-Con convention? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much is it for printing? Mm-hmm. How much is it to get stickers? Mm-hmm. You know, talk to the um, bloggers, you know, get advice. Oh, yeah. And I want to thank uh, all of the bloggers that helped me um, from Black Girl Nerds to Blurred Girl mm-hmm. to uh, Sean, Al- Sean Aline, mm-hmm. um, you know. People that help me out, you know. Beautiful. Um, so basically, you know, we're just on the um, path to becoming a butterfly mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you endure. Right. 
Now, I'm looking at your site now on indigosociety.com, indigo, E-N-D-I-G-O, society.com. And uh, so I see indigo sticker sold out. I see right. uh, issue number one sold out. Issue number zero sold out. I got uh, the RG Manaret print. I got that hanging up on my wall someplace. And mm -hmm. uh, I got number two in my hand. So you've been getting some support. You've been getting yes, some support. Definitely. So this is what you've most been working definitely. on in the past. What do you see in the future? Give me like a best case scenario, say, within the next year to two years. What's the best case scenario for your property? Um, best case scenario. I would say um, basically moving up to a bigger publisher. Okay. Because you know I start I, you know I'm starting out independent. Mm -hmm. So um, with the golden age, you know, coming out, I'll uh, God willing, I'll get a good response from that because I feel as though, you know, uh, I put my heart into this and I feel as though my knowledge of the game did elevate. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working with uh, you know, different editors. I have a, you know particular circle of people that help me with what I do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you know, sky is the limit, but, um, my main goal is to, um, just to solidify myself as, a, um, unique writer as a unique creator and, um, get the respect from publishers and, you know, the fans, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you mentioned golden age. Can you tell us about that project? Yes. Oh, the, uh, the golden age. Mm -hmm. Um, the embodiment of the golden age is similar to what, um, Jay-Z did with the blueprint. Really? It's the, found, it's the foundation of what's to come. Okay. And I mean, Jay-Z just released his 13th uh, studio album. Yeah. I don't know if you heard his new album, but I just heard incredible. the, uh, the one, uh, I guess it's, um, the one that everybody's been talking about off the 444. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. even know the name of the song, but uh, it's it's upsetting a lot oh, the, of his. Uh, the, uh, the story of OJ. The story is of OJ. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, can I what can I, I, I go say. into can I go into this a little bit, man? Let me let me just do my my yeah, yeah, my, yeah, el yeah, my yeah, elder yeah. rant kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Now Jay Z has been in the game for goddamn twenty or thirty years, right? Right. A long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has some knowledge to share. Right. He's seen rappers come and rappers go. He's seen people make a lot of money and he's seen people lose a lot of money. Right. And so when he's telling cats, you know, you basically being foolish by posing on Instagram with stacks of money in your ear. Right. There's a disconnect. You know, we don't, we don't call, call that money call over here. Over here. Yep. Because over mm -hmm. there, they're investing in property. They're buying assets to make them money. You can't rap forever. That is if, true. If money's in your hand, it's not out there working for you. Right. You know, you know right. so what you're doing here, you're creating a property that when you lay right. down and go to sleep at night, people can go to indigosociety.com and purchase your products. Right. And um, that, also, that also relates to what I was talking about before with um, the shirt brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sponsored by Ray John. So okay. my, um, product is circulating day and night. 
And you're Ain't not like, missing with the models. Uh, I mean, I'm looking uh, at the young ladies that are posing, man, and you're not missing. You, you definitely got a good eye. Um, <laughs> we may be going off a, a little bit, a tangent, and, and we'll only stay there for a minute. So uh, do you have some kind of relationship with uh, Samurai Shin, the, the people over there? Oh, yeah. Uh, sh- oh, yes. Yeah. Sh- shout out to uh, Samurai Shin. Um, you know, I gained a, a cool relationship with him, man. Mm-hmm. We're just on the same wavelength. Beautiful. Uh, mentally, you know, great minds think alike. Yep. You know, um, when I started my journey, you know, he was one of the first ones to reach out to me. He said, yo, uh, I like what you're doing with Indigo Society. Keep it up. You know, I said the same thing to him with Samurai, um, Samurai Shin. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just support each other and we uh, push each other, you know, to, to elevate and to create. That's and, um that's basically what it is, you know, just showing love to one another. <clears throat> so when we go to rageon.com, uh, are we searching for Indigo Society to grab these shirts? Yes, yes. Indigo Society or you can type in Odyssey Nadika. <clears throat> okay, you got to, to spell uh, that for real. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, is O-D, well, I'm sorry, O-Y-D-E-S-S-E-Y. N A D I K A. Okay. Odyssey Nadika. And uh, and that's your uh, that's your, uh, yeah I'm on uh, in uh, Ray John right now, and yes. uh, I see you got it's 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 cool you got a lot of different shirts out here. Um, yeah. I like the one where she's blowing Thank smoke. You. That's that's pretty cool. The logo I thought was always dope, and uh, of course the sword. You know what I mean? The sister with the sword. That's that's really cool. Um, yeah, people love the sword. <laughs> so, so we got the uh, we got the mini issues. Um, so most of them are sold out because you had such a big demand. Um, so, right. to, for folk to support you, what should they be doing right now? Uh, just um, give me a follow on all of my social medias. Okay, you know, uh, repost me. You know, ask me questions about you know when the new book is going to come out. Coming mm-hmm. out soon, by the end of the summer. End of the summer, so, okay. Uh, and yeah. uh, tell us where you are on social media. Uh, well, for Twitter and Instagram, it's uh, Indigo Child. That's E N D I G O C H I L D. On Facebook, I have a uh, Indigo Society Facebook page. You can type in Indigo Society, and uh, I'll pop up. Okay. Okay. And um, uh. Another thing I want to uh, mention. Go ahead. I have a I have a series of uh, philosophical strips that I put out. Really? I got a good response. Yeah, I got a good response from them. Um, see, what I did was, and this was just me using, you know, my creativity. Mm-hmm. I uh, I created one page panels to uh, shed philosophy on the world. Okay. Yeah, you guys can uh, check it out on. Uh, my Indigo, Indigo Society fan page on Facebook. I got a good response from them. Yeah, as a so, matter of uh, fact, I think you might have sent me a couple of those panels. Um, I sent those yeah, panels. Yeah, I, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I, re- I reposted the hell out of that. So so since you on the yeah. topic, you know what yeah. I mean? My, my, my young sage, uh, drop yeah. some philosophy on me, man. Uh, share a little bit. What? Give me your perspective. Um, well, that depends. It, it it depends on what like what do you what do you want to know about? 
let's tell uh, zero me, in, tell, let's zero let's zero in, on, in. A, on a subject. Well, let's let's keep it let's keep it related to the book. Like, okay. I feel like oh. what you guys are doing are creating myths. Okay, you myths. know, back in the day, people had chakras and uh, uh, Shango, and they had mm. um, uh, what's the spider, Anansi, and then. You know the, the 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 Celtics had Thor, and I feel like you guys mm -hmm. are creating these myths. I think that the most recent myth that I'm aware of is Star Wars, right? Star Wars, Star oh, okay. Wars, because people yeah. are taking that Force shit and that Jedi mm -hmm. shit seriously. Right. You know what I mean? In some quarters, it's right. getting really, and and in some quarters, jazz has become myth. There's even a church uh, in uh, in uh, California that started behind John Coltrane, who's a tremendous uh, saxophone player. So I feel like these books, you know, the right. deeper you go into your source and the more you write and the better you get, you know, after a while, you know, you guys are going to start to spark um, something primal that people will connect to. So what is the Most wisdom definitely. that we could get from the golden age when it comes out? Is there a, is there a theme? Is there a worldview? Is there a point of view that you have in uh, in in Indigo Society? Uh, yes, I do. Um, you know, I have so many. Uh, I have so many gems. It's like, which one should I uh, choose? As a matter of fact, I know which one I'll lay on you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, basically, the duality of the duality of man. Hmm. That's basically what um shedding in this book Explain. um you know i i told you guys about uh indigo society the um the five uh teenagers mm -hmm. but i didn't elaborate on you know uh the antagonist okay now the antagonist um you see the girl smoking with the cigarette she's one of the antagonists oh. that um that go into battle with the indigo society mm -hmm. um she's part of a group called raid hmm. now uh raid is r-a-i-d and that's an um, acronym for Real Agents in Deception. Okay. Now, um, they're, they're basically at war with the Indigo Society because mm -hmm. um, they feel as though the Indigo Society pose a threat to men. Okay. And you see, that goes back to the whole duality thing. Mm -hmm. It's like when it comes, you know, people may frown down upon evil people, but at the same time, evil people believe that they're doing good. Right. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. And who are we to tell them? You, you know that mm -hmm. that's their opinion. That is, mm -hmm. and, and it's not that they're evil. That's just their sense of justice. Okay. So you're just saying like, that you're saying that when Trump wakes up in the morning, he doesn't say, <laughs> "I'm gonna fuck shit up." Today. Uh, you don't think that that's uh, what, what's going on? Yeah, I, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well, and, and and don't get me wrong. We're all entitled to our opinion. Sure. But this is why philosophy is what it is mm -hmm. you know people can go back and forth on what they think and that's so if nobody sees themselves as the bad guy what lesson do we draw from that is it that we don't judge people is it that we i mean we focus on our own bit i mean what you know the duality of man just go into it just a little bit deeper and then i'll let you go um i would say sky is the limit Okay. With that, you know, with that question, you just uh, asked me. Okay. Sky's the limit, because you know we all have different perspectives on mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. and what life is. Mm -hmm. You know, um, whether it's a drug dealer, whether it's you know a stripper, 
you know, mm-hmm. there is some type of logic behind what they're doing. Right. Oh, yeah, you think stripping is bad, but it's feeding my family. Exactly. You think drug dealing is bad, but it's feeding my family. Yeah. You know, it's like who like who decides what is right and wrong? You, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, most of us um, are the hero in our own story. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, most of us uh, are hero. But um, it, it, you know, it's like I said before. Um, that's why philosophy is philosophy because mm-hmm. we can go back and forth on one subject. Mm-hmm. And just you know, bounce back ideas. You know what I mean? That's cool. That's but, cool. Um, then, at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Mr. Nort Robinson, it's been a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yo, family, what's going on with you? I hope y'all dug that interview. This is Jonathan Soul speak with you now. I want you to support my brothers and sisters by following them on social media. And going to their website and picking up that product so we can stop focusing so much on issues and start focusing on building industry. For more episodes, go to JonathanSoul.com, J-O-H-N-A-T-H-A-N-S-O-U-L.com. And of course, I'm on social media. I'm on uh, it's Jonathan Soul at Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on uh, SoundCloud. And um, I'm over at uh, Black Spot as well, that terrific Facebook competitor. Listen, family, I love you guys, and I want all your dreams to come true. And my dreams can't come true without you, and yours can't come true without me. So let's support each other, and let's build this thing together. I love you guys. Peace and love to you and your family. Till next time. Yeah.